uh, podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professional casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. I don't, it doesn't look like those headphones are on right there, uh, Danny. Don't judge me. <laughs> I can wear them however I want. Just like JB, how she brings wardrobe changes, you know, for right. in between episodes sometimes. Right. Yeah. Did one ch- episode with my hood down, one episode with my hood. Okay, it's actually hurting my ears. Never Did mind. you change your shirt? Me? Yeah. No, I changed my underwear. Oh, how did I miss that? Right. I went from a thong to nothing. Just see so to change your underwear, you just took it off. I mean, yeah. Uh can't that, wear the I same. I mean that fits your brand. Can't wear the same underwear twice. You had to go out there. Tim pointed out the giant bucket of potatoes. <laughs> Our so. real life bucket of potatoes. We actually have a bucket of potatoes. The Tim's grandma grew. Yeah. Hmm. My grandma grew them. Yep. I thought we were doing hoods now, so <laughs> I don't have a hood. <laughs> that looks really uncomfortable. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the worst. I don't know why I had that idea. Ah, uh, what are we on? 73? 73. 73 baby. Yeah. So close to the uh the three quarters the way to a hundred. Mm-hmm. We gotta do a thing for 75. <laughs> yeah. I'll, like I'll stay alive. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Last, last time we tried to commemorate a not an episode with a cool number though, like a bunch of bad stuff happened. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was I not, was very angry. Yeah. Not nice. <laughs> Super I not, was, super not nice. Actually, I was real tired too. That episode, I remember. That's always your excuse. <laughs> yeah, no, man. she had a headache that night. <laughs> <laughs> My secret is that I'm just always tired. Always tired. It's always tired. Well, yeah, with a nine and three year old. Yep. Yeah, and you know, waking up. I mean, that time I wasn't waking up at five a.m. to work out, but now I am. Cause I'm living my best life. I'm drinking a lot of water. I'm waking up at five. Extra layer of crazy. Waking up at five. Wow. Like having layers. Like Like an ogre. ogre. Just (laughs) like an ogre. Yep. Like an onion ogre. So when do you sleep then? I go to sleep so early. Last night I went to bed before Lily did. (laughs) She's nine. Hmm. It was like five of eight o'clock. It was five of eight, and I was like, I'm laying down. It wasn't that early. It was that early. Fitbit says I was asleep by 9.03. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I'm not home most nights. I know. <laughs> I started Before taking melatonin. Woo. Let me tell you what. I took a melatonin for the first Melatonin's time last great. night. Yeah. Melatonin is great. I wanted yeah. to almost finish. I, wanted, I was hoping to finish the book I was reading, and I didn't quite make it because I took the melatonin. 
All right. Can I be like the dissenting opinion here? Like from all the like research that I've read and that's like three Google searches that I did while I was like about to go to sleep on the toilet, on the toilet. Why why would I sleep on the toilet? I think that's where you're going with (laughs) the Google searches. Well, like, I don't know. Like uh, all the Google searches are like, yeah, melatonin's like, it might not be a thing. Like you might go to sleep like 20 minutes earlier. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Oh. Yeah, it's less about like making you fall asleep quickly as much as it is about like making your sleep deeper and less unstable. Mm. Yep, that's my big thing. We're like, I was getting like 20 to 30 minutes of deep sleep. When Mm. I take melatonin, I get at least an hour and a half of deep sleep. Yeah, I use alcohol. (laughs) So here's the thing, as I was going to say, is if you mix a melatonin with Mm. a little bit of alcohol, choice right no nice mm-hmm. i definitely thought jb you're gonna say something about like i wouldn't want to put that in my body or something like that about what's in melatonin and i was gonna call you out for what you were currently drinking yeah i need something to counteract the energy drinks well, what do you what do you have there a bang or something uh, yeah this is my second bang yeah second uh, yeah you Wait, know the what? half-life of caffeine's like six hours right we're going yeah. all night baby and there's 300 milligrams of caffeine in a bang. Is that why I can't sleep ever? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's my head. Oh my God, Jimmy. Um, That's your second bang since we started recording? Yeah. Oh my God. I had like half of one one time and I was like jittery. I, I can't drive home without like <laughs> at least a bang in me. I got to get banged once before I drive home. Same. I do have to say, appreciate you making that drive every time to come record. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, especially since the highway that uh, I have to go up uh, is bad. Always in construction. Yeah, single lane right now. Too. Single lane for like forty miles. Yeah, maybe it'll be done. You know, by twenty twenty four. Maybe if you want. Um, I you know I I've really never offered this before, but. If you want to stay at my place uh, behind the bookshelf curtain on my cot next to my bucket. Let's oh, all right. Mm. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. I, uh, oh. Behind the bookshelf curtain. Yeah. The oversized books. They're really big books. <laughs> Very big books. I like big I books. cannot lie. Yep. <laughs> Guys, I know uh, when this episode comes out, it'll be October. You know what I'm super excited for? Hmm. The holidays. Because I love the holidays. Which ones? Mm. Them. Thanks. To be very honest, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I apologize Uh, to our non-American listeners that, I mean, I know that you all know what our Thanksgiving is because America is like, know us and we shove it down our throats. Turkey Day. Um, Fireworks. I would love for our listeners to let us know what their favorite (laughs) holidays are, especially if it's like specific to your country. I would love to know that. I love knowing stuff. And this is like... I decided that with this podcast, because we have such a reach internationally, like mm. this is how, like the spirit Halloween store. I want to know this stuff before I like come and am able to come and visit these countries. Um, but what I'm excited about for us here at the Professional Casual Network, specifically over on our Patreon this holiday season, are the new things we're going to be doing for our five and ten dollar patrons. We. We yeah, we got we have new content every week, uh, depending on what 
you choose on the Patreon. $5 level you get to choose either Warhammer stuff or Pathfinder 2nd Edition. If you're at the $10 tier, you get both. And every week we'll have an NPC or a monster or something that you can throw into your game wherever. We'll include story hooks and personality quirks and things like that. Um, so real quick question, JB, what's the first monster you're thinking? Don't want to give us all the details yet, but for for Warhammer or Pathfinder, what's the first one you, you have in, in your book of a whole bunch of stuff already? An edible pie monster. It's going to be a, a pie that you can eat. And then it's going to be like really bad in your stomach. Like it might make you go to the bathroom more than once. After you eat it, and it's gonna like gurgle. Oh, it's a pie that gives you <laughs> lactose intolerance. <laughs> this is a cheap milk pie. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure: JB had absolutely no uh, warning about that question, so I, I really am impressed with what you came up yeah, with on the fly. It's hilarious because off air you were like, "Just think of a monster and make it good." And that, that that was three days worth of work. <laughs> Actually, I said that to Tim off air. I was like, I'm going <laughs> to throw this question seven at minutes JB. ago. As I was on my way down from the bathroom, he's like, I'm going to surprise JB and put him on the spot. And I was like, yes, I love this. He always gets frazzled. And then you kind of dicked us both over. <laughs> <laughs> With a good answer. All right. Well, you got to you're going to have to have that monster ready. All right. At monster. some point. You got a review for us from the I want to talk about this bonus content. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Gee whiz. I'm ready to move on. Um, No, but it's just super exciting to give our patrons more for the holidays. Because I love holidays. Holiday. I like the holiday season. Ooh. Specifically. The hoop do you do? For me, starts in November at some point. Dickory Dock or whatever. Right. Not in October. At time of recording, which is early, early, early. In the fall, I bought a Hello Fall sign today. Hello Fall. <sighs> yeah. Did you do that before or after you lived, loved, and prayed? <laughs> no, I don't need a sign that says "Live, Laugh, Love" for me to live, laugh, and love. Okay. Um, but I bought mums too. <sighs> mums are fine. Like it's just flowers. Are they even flowers? They are. Pretty flowers. sure another word. But I've often heard that mums. Mums. Word. Word. I feel like mums aren't actually flowers, but I might be. Thinking of something else. Are you on? Are you like dandelions? On? Aren't really flowers. Yes, they are. No, they're not. What dandelions are, are flowers. What are dandelions? I always hear they're a weed. I don't really know. I no, mean, I feel like they're not really flowers. No, they're a flower. You know what's not a flower? A poinsettia. Why not? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, like no, you can't just throw things out of being flowers because you don't like them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like. Weed, weed is just a term that's like plant I don't like. Right. Yes. All right. I'm looking up our dandelions flowers. How can you say they're not flowers? They are flowers. They they flower. Oh, that's what it is. It, it's not. It's kind of like a sunflower where it's not a a flower. All the little parts are individual little flowers because it makes a bunch of little seeds. Even better. That's it's what a flower it was. That's trying okay. so hard. Good Lord. Anyway, yeah, so I'm super stoked for fall. Not really. I love summer best, but all my favorite holidays occur around the fall. So mm. I like fall best. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, same. I do have a review. Yay. From a person who their username might be my favorite ever. <gasps> this is from Skaven Matt. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and he wrote, amazing actual play. This is the best actual play podcast I've listened to of any RPG in my time as a podcast listener tour. Mm. Very fun group. You can tell they're all having a blast playing. They've got the typical archetypes covered. Cool blast. nerd girl, party saboteur, mostly good guy, and mostly selfish guy. The GM <laughs> knows enough about the system to keep the game flowing with very few edits. And when they realize they've made a mistake, they bring it up and try to fix it. From session zero to current, there's not a dud in the batch. If you're going to support them on Patreon, a lot of the episodes have video and the party looks like a strung out crackhead Keanu Reeves, skinny, young, high Brendan Fraser, Spaceballs era Rick Moranis, Scarlett Johansson, being GM'd by skinny John Goodman. <laughs> who is who so here? We yeah, so we've, who? we've had some issues. <laughs> All right. So we've been talking right. about this a bit amongst ourselves. Uh, I Luckily... We could at least take me out of the running there because this is GM'd by Skinny right. John Goodman. Yeah. Which is what you're going to call me from now on. Thank you. Okay. Um, and so what's the first one? Cracked out Keanu Reeves? Cracked out Keanu Reeves. I think it was Crackhead, was it not? Um, It is Strung Out Crackhead oh. Keanu Reeves. Oh, oh so Strung oh. Out. That's Tim. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> because Scarlett Johansson is obviously JB. Yeah, the one thing I'll say here is is that I think I'm pretty I'm too fat to be a crackhead. I think that that <laughs> makes me safe. Man, oh man, I I would think that only Danny has the hair of like sad Keanu Reeves. Yes, yeah, that right? was my thing. Danny is also the thinnest one here. True, it's true. So yeah. all right, so we got that one on lock. Yep, yeah. So Danny is strung out. Crackhead, crackhead, Keanu crackhead Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yep. I mean, that sounds like a compliment more than anything. Yeah, You're Keanu Reeves beautiful. a vampire. Right. You tell me, you tell me one person who doesn't like Keanu Reeves. They don't exist. Mm -hmm. They don't. Pretty true. Everybody yeah. likes him. And if there's one thing I have striven for in my life, strove for, strived for, stroven, it's for people to love me. Yep. Yeah. No matter the cost. So if I can be Keanu Reeves, you'll take for that, up to three damage so to reduce to be the restricted. energy cost of any of your superpowers by three. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm here for it. I just want to be loved. All right, what's the next one? All right. Skinny, young, high Brendan Fraser. Oh, that's a tough one. I So I think that's Alex. I do too. But I also yeah. think young Rick Moranis is Alex. So really, this is tough. I no. think JB is uh, Spaceballs you're, Rick you're Moranis. Muted. I'm going to say that Alex is the... Hi, Brendan Fraser. All right? Or no? I don't know. Cause, <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> when I think, and it's mostly because of the, yeah, I don't know. Because okay, Brendan so, Fraser never had a beard. All right? That's true. Alex always has a beard. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't have a beard, though? Damn it. Danny doesn't have a beard. Danny doesn't have a beard. I can't. Right. Must be, you must be hi, right. Brendan Fraser, too. Hi, Brendan Fraser. That's true. You know right, who also right, never no, had yeah, a beard? So that's two down. Rick Moranis. Rick Danny Moranis is also never. young Rick Moranis. JB also doesn't have a beard, though. Any of these. Look at his face TV. right now. There's stubble. That's I, not a beard. Rick Moranis has glasses. JB doesn't have glasses. Boom. Danny, Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> I think we figured this out. I'm pretty then, sure yeah. Skaven Matt just watches you, Danny. That's it. He just watches your square the whole time because yep. you're all of these. No. Scarjo, no glasses. Scarjo, mm. JB. Yeah. No beard. We established no that beard. one. No He's beard, got no the Scarlett Johansson nose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Obviously. You're a poser. 
So it's super <laughs> cool that you described Danny three times. <laughs> Honestly, not a shocker. That's generally how the reviews go. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that was really a good funny. one. That yeah. was a good one. Oh man. Whew. Face hurts. Yes, yes. Play, play. Are you being a Skaven? Yeah, that's my job. So hold Get on. Go over to the Facebook, facebook.com slash professional casual, mm-hmm. and let oh, us know yeah, which yeah, yeah. one of us you think. Yes. Is strung out crackhead Keanu Reeves. We'll try to um, when we this change. episode goes up. We'll try to make sure we get it in the description for the post, right? So people yes. know. Can we yeah, change the boat so. bracket to? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, <All right>. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, if you're a, a patron, you can go over on our Discord, and which is I don't even know how many chat channels Poppin'. we have now. It's Poppin'. stupid mm-hmm. how many we have. I can't like there was. I'm, like trying to ignore it while we're recording and i'm like ah there's too many things happening yeah i i, I played into the play by post uh, as we're playing in this game so <laughs> yeah yep i have that one muted because i'm not in it ah uh, it's good bastion is putting us through our paces i don't doubt it it seems like what he would do Whew. all right talking about putting through the paces we are in the middle of a combat mm. in Itelka's tower you learned uh. a little bit more about what's going on here or carl did I guess you did a little bit from Dumpling as well. Yeah. You guys got some information from a couple different sources, more or less at the same time. And at this point, looks, it seems as though you've cleared out the bottom level. The other doors that came with you went the left way. You heard some fighting. I will say that those of you downstairs see those doors do have some goblin blood on them. A couple cuts and bruises of their own. Uh, But all five entered the room. None of them died. Upstairs, Carl has investigated a couple rooms. He charmed a wolf, so it's not... It it let him leave the room without attacking him. He found a room with a bunch of broken furniture. Another room that looked kind of like some kind of laboratory that was also full of broken stuff. And last we left off, he had listened at a door. Last we left off on Carl's turn, at least. And top of the round, we are in Carl's turn again. Well, I, I guess I gotta go through this door, huh? Huh? And so Carl's gonna go through the door. Uh, again, he's gonna do it kind of cautiously with the possibility that he may be turning and running if the situation is bad on the other side. Oh, he would open it slowly and cautiously if it weren't locked. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ugh. They've got this. They've got those in this tower. I didn't didn't plan for this. <laughs> uh, you know what? Like at this point, let's go ahead and try and bust this bad boy down. You know, this All is right. keeping going away. So you can try a strength test here. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that kind of test. He's yes, pretty strong. Carl's strong. Yeah, I got to. I've got a strength of 50. Do it. And I have rolled zero success levels. All right. Even if you roll negative two success levels, you would have broken it down. Uh, It was supposed to be an average test, but I didn't want to tell you that before you rolled because it is kind of weakened. So you do kind of bust this door off of its hinges and you see inside there is a uh, alligator coming at you. What? 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 Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Nobody believes you. Uh, so make a dodge test. 
There's. I didn't think there's there were no alligators in the Warhammer what? universe. There's no alligators. What is going on here? I'm just making stuff up. No. no. October Fools, guys. <laughs> Dan, I regret to inform you that I have rolled a zero on both of my dice. Oh, that's a hundred. Uh, so you yes, like stagger back kind of in fear uh, and shock right. kind of into the doorway as you see this alligator hanging from the ceiling. And after a moment, you realize it's a stuffed alligator like taxidermied. Oh, my God. A stuffed and taxidermied are very different things. <laughs> is this a so carnival like- alligator or is this a taxidermied alligator? It's a taxidermied alligator. So, so it looks so real. So does this alligator do any kind of like wounds? Is it critting against me? Like I rolled a hundred. <laughs> no, I was just trying to freak you out. That just uh, represents Carl go opening this door and this alligator is right there. And he's like, oh, you like stagger back into the doorway. Not the first famous recording of someone rolling a hundred to be not be scared by an alligator head and then being gravely injured. <laughs> so the great WFRP actual play Happy Gilmore. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were referring to the the kobold one shot we did um, that's on the Patreon of us playing on kobolds in the Little Trouble in Big Absalom. That would have been a lot better joke. Yes. When my character tried to like worship this. <laughs> stuffed alligator you found in the hallway because they're all stupid <laughs> that was so much fun all right yeah so in this room you see this uh stuffed uh alligator you don't probably don't know of it as an alligator but a big reptile um hangs from the ceiling and there's a stuffed bear that stands next to the door so like as you open the door it'll be kind of behind the door there you notice that as well and you see a bookcase and a desk on the desk there's a quill inkwell few small sheets of parchment and that kind of stuff. So we'll say that opening the door and kind of getting scared is uh, your action, but you can still you can move more into the room if you wish. Um, I'll get I'll get into the room. I've got plans for my next turn already. OK, uh, you do see there is a door to your right. You would, um, you know, it's on the, the inside circular walls and there's a door ahead of you to the southeast. And it is Lucky's turn. So I guess we're not like actually like in combat rounds anymore, right? Yeah, we're staying in combat rounds. OK, that's dumb. Can we not do that? <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, Bruno's gone forward. I, I trust in him. Mm-hmm. Um. You know what? I'm actually gonna I'm gonna look up at Griggs. Hmm? We're both gonna kind of listen. What? I don't hear any halflings making a quacking sound, so I think we're I think we might actually be clear on this floor. Okay. Um. So I I am just gonna kind of stay put because Bruno's in the doorway, and honestly, that seems like a lot to get by. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that'll take us to Mina. I mean, what is what is plan? Bottom floor is clear. Shall we go upstairs now? Yeah, so we actually left off last episode. Gorham says, let's head up the stairs. Okay, I'm following the dwarves. I'm not going in that center room by myself. It's stupid. Okay, uh, so Gorham is up next. He is going to, he says, let's go. And he stomps out the room and uh, you can see him head up the stairs. So he's going to be on the second level. 
Yay. And that'll bring us to Bruno. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. What does that mean? Bruno is going to, uh, it's, it's, it's time to go up the stairs. Uh, are the only stairs in the main chamber in the middle? Yes. That sucks. Um, <clears throat> hmm. um, I guess, um, I guess we're going to try to go up. I don't want to go up first. Gorm went up. Gorm went up. All right. Yeah. I'll follow Gorm then. Alrighty, so you can go. I have in. movement four. So I trundle my four. Movement two. Movement two. But I could double move, right? Yeah. Right. So you can move four spaces. Right. Ooh, could I uh, do a run action? You could sprint, yeah. Make an oh. uh, average athletics test. Sweet. Athletics, I'm a, so good. Oh, God. I think you get a negative to that because your leg. Kind of your claim to fame. Uh, so I needed less than. 20 and I've got a 40 something so yeah nope all right so you go four spaces all right there we go that gets you to the bottom of the stairs Bruno <laughs> <laughs> sprint full speed he's winded I just imagine to the look on his face like he gets this look of determination and like preps himself and he's like <sighs> yeah it just <sighs> <laughs> he barely gets out of the room. Yeah. In my heart of hearts, I know that they don't exist in the old world, so but whenever weird. Bruno moves, I hear wind pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh my so goodness. Good. All right, so the four dwarves just kind of stoically follow Gorim. Push past Bruno. Up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, they, just, stairs. they just go around Bruno, of course. <laughs> so you guys going on ahead. I'm going to catch my breath here. Jeez. Those stairs look mighty steep. And that'll bring us back to Carl. You got to psych yourself up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, do they have like one of those like little chairs on the side of the stairs that I could jump into and just like. Like a senior. Yeah. Nah. The beginning of up. And you got to like bang it to make it go. That's very funny. All right, round three, Carl. All right. Um, so I think my plan here is to ram through this door into the center area with not the intent of me going through it, but rather this taxidermied bear. Okay. <laughs> I'm creating an escape diversion. Mm. So you're going to open the door to the center area and throw the bear through? Oh, no, I'm going to push the bear through the door. I don't care if it's locked or not. I want it to be a shocking event. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, what we say in the country, event. if you can't dodge it, bear it. <laughs> That's what you need bear pills for. Yes. Yep. What? Yeah, this is actually probably the bear that needed it. It's not well. It's very okay. stiff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so you shove the bear through the door leading to the center room. It, uh, it's unlocked from this direction. Uh, and all the dwarves uh, in the stairwell, and probably Mina and Bruno can definitely see this. Mina, through the doorway from the, the dining room that you're in, mm -hmm. you see this bear just fall down from the top floor. 
The dwarves see the door open and a bear come through, and they're all like, what? And then behind it, they see Carl standing there. What in the name of Sigmar? And a bear falls down to the, the first floor, the stone floor there in the center, right next to where Bruno almost got dead. Oh, my God. Maybe the goblins will shoot that this time instead of Bruno. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. With, Bruno? And with my movement portion, can I get out of this room into the center trying to get downstairs? Sure. Carl, we found you. It's good. Uh, that's great. I'm honestly, I was trying to escape here, but this is even better. So you head down. You head down the stairs. Yeah, the I'm, dwarfs. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting the f out. <laughs> like, mission accomplished. Why can't I move, Carl? There Carl, what's happened to you? Who's abducted are, by this are bear? Are we out of combat now? Or are we still in combat? I'm going to keep it in initiative for now as we explore. I mean, you know, at least Gutbag's still here and his wolf. Mm. Lady uh, Goblin with the tiara. That's Gutbag. Gutbag's with the tiara? Yep. Gutbag Stolt Thrawler. Yep. Oh, wow. Has the tiara on. Yeah. Uh, so I'll bring us to Lucky's turn. Uh, you can tell by the way they startle throats. Mm. Um... <laughs> um, so yeah, so everyone's kind of left me behind a little bit, which is, you know, cool or whatever. Bruno is moving faster than, honestly, I've ever seen him move before. So sprint like me. Uh, I do, and I go very slowly around the corner. <laughs> and uh, just kind of make my way downtown, walking slow, uh, checking out what's going on. Okay, you see Carl standing out there with Bruno. Carl! You're okay, man. Did they do yeah, weird? Did they, did they do weird stuff to you? I'm, you know, they put me in a room with a dog, but and asked me some questions. But honestly, like right now, I'm trying to get out of here. I, I assume that's what we're doing. Oh well, I mean, I think probably after the the pies, yeah. Right. Yes, we brought Lucky went and retrieved the dwarves um, and we promised the halfling cook that if we get rid of all the goblins in the tower, she will cook us as many pies as we can eat. So that's our new goal. We it feels like, okay, but like only bad stuff has happened here. I, we ain't getting pies back in town. Right. Once again, remember how things happen. A bunch of bad stuff happens, and then a good thing happens. So I think we're due. All right, Mina's up. Um, I mean, I guess I really want to make sure that the tower is cleared. I don't want to leave any of these goblins behind or remaining. So I think I'll follow the dwarves up the stairs. Okey-doke. Just say, like, I'm going to make sure, uh, Carl, all the rooms you came through were um, empty up here. Yeah, they they looked pretty messed up. Like, one of them seemed like it might have been on fire at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. It does not seem like a fancy house for a fancy lady. I'm just saying. I expected much more 
upholstery and mm. throw pillows and bowls of poopery. Less goblins. I, yes. I oh, mean, yeah. maybe maybe it was that nice. Like, the furniture seemed pretty busted up. That's weird. I will just double check the doors and then we can go. All right. So you're going to move? You're going to yeah. run? Sure. Whatever I gotta do to get up there with those dwarves. Hot. Mm. <laughs> Alright, so you get up there and you see all the dwarves on this upper landing, and Gorham is ready at a door. And he sees you come up and he just kind of nods to you, and he kicks the door open and charges in, and you hear sounds of fighting immediately. Ka-chow. We'll see what happens behind the door. All right. On Gorm's turn, he does that. You're not sure. Don't really have line of sight from where you are. I'm not in there. I'm just on the landing. He's yeah. not going to narrate the whole thing. No. And then uh, the other doors kind of do the same thing. They all rush in. Unfortunately for the goblins, the doors are faster. <laughs> Suckers. Oh, I'm so happy these goblins are finally getting it. Right? You know? That's what they deserve. It's really a race to the finish. Let me double check. I think that the ones had terrible initiative. Yeah, 10 or 20. So they're going to be in trouble with all these dwarves. Ooh. They're in trouble. And those, uh, those stairs look mighty formidable. So unfortunately, the doors are kind of slow and they most of them don't actually get into the room based on where they were before. And that'll bring us to a bunch of goblins turns. So I'm going to do a bunch of rolls quick to see if these doors get too hurt. And you guys all hear this downstairs now with all these doors open. You're right below. You hear the sounds of fighting and and whatnot. I'm going to holler down like, I do not think all the goblins are done yet. Wow, Ah. I rolled two. There we go. Dice of Doom, Death of Destruction come through for me. Do you need a gun? Might help. Couldn't hurt. You hear somebody yell. You're not sure who exactly. I can fire up there. <laughs> Just lob it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a hook shot. Right. Rebounded off a door or something. Yeah. There's anyone that could equilibrium <laughs> with a blunderbust. Right. In my eyes is Bruno. Wow, math is so hard sometimes. <laughs> You should use. We go to the same website. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Wow. I'm trying to do the math for one shot. Are you, are you trying? And I'm like totally blank. No, that's okay. So that's, that's good that we could keep that that length of that errand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I can edit all this stupid stuff out. That was Great. that was thinking in real time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some real life thinking. Okay, that really hurt. Wow. Make sure to check that. out the video on Patreon for the <laughs> other person who probably definitely didn't edit it out. She <laughs> thanks. Who was who else gets shot there? Oh, it still says Durak. Oops. <laughs> should be Malky. Got shot. Shot through the heart. You are to blame. All right. Uh, back to Carl then. Well, 
You know, I guess in light of the fact that I've got a lot of backup here, Carl can maybe get back up in there and uh, back up with Mina and friends up on the the second floor. Whee! Do Do you need a weapon? Still got my sword. Thanks, Bruno, but. You know, Crusher showed me how to punch people pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go for the legs. That's that's everyone's weak point. I, I think that's mostly a weak point for people who are much heavier on top than they are on the bottom. Mm, where you can't really see the legs too much. So, you yeah, got a smaller target. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Carl, you run up there and you hear Gorum shout from inside a room and he says, go in the other door. Well, it does seem in the other door. Uh, Which one? Yeah. Do I still have movement juice left? I got to assume I'm <laughs> movement juice. Uh, you were right at the bottom of the stairs, so you could get up there and that you can move a bit more if you want. You could go. Um, you figure based on where you came out before, if you go in the door right where you came up will be the door into the room that you were in, that you started in. Oh, I, could, I think I can get a dog to help us, maybe. And I'm going in. All right, you go in. Yeah. And you see Gutbag <gasps> mounted on the wolf. And he was like. And he just is a little surprised, and he's like, Ah, you again! You shouldn't be surprised to see me here. That's where you left me. (laughs) 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 Uh, If you want, I will, uh, you can make an action here, um, because you can move up Uh, to your run and then an action. Oh, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to try and charm that dog again. All right, I'll pose with my dog's 15 willpower. <laughs> All right. I feel like Kosh should get a bonus since he already charmed the animal he once. Yeah. It. <laughs> well, he could roll really bad, but I did not roll well. Oh, I didn't know how to I, take I that at first. I was like, oh, he rolled a three. <laughs> I did roll negative two success levels. Mm. All right. Well, um, Says it's opposed. I have negative six. Oh wow! So that's four net success. Yeah. So uh-huh. this dog is getting more friendly with you. Aww. Hmm. Maybe you can do it next. Dan. Yeah. No, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucky. I can't even. I, I, I'm out of podcast jail, and JB's in. <laughs> yeah. He is. <laughs> uh, All right. Strike two. I'm still standing here down on the, the, the first floor with probably one of the people I trust most. I'm going to look to him and I'm going to say, what do you think, Griggs? Should we go up there? <laughs> Quack. Really? OK. Um, uh, if you if that's what you think. Um, and we will hang out with Bruno. All right. Moving into the next room and just kind of making sure that he's safe. Mina. Um, I guess uh, it seems to be very bottlenecked 
where dwarves are going in, so I will go in uh, this room with Carl. Okay, so you go in, you see that goblin wearing a clearly a goblin in the, <gasps> in here, wearing the blue or sorry red robe. Also wearing a helmet with that tiara around the helmet, mm-hmm. and he's hefting this shield and a, a nasty goblin sword in his other hand. Yeah. I'm good. Um. So Carl was more focused on the wolf when he came in. You're, I'm assuming, focusing on the the goblin. Yes. And you see on this shield, it looks doesn't look like a goblin shield. It looks kind of fancy, and it has this like shape of almost like more. It looks dwarven from what you've seen. Hmm. Um, but it has like this crude goblin painting on it. All right. Can I attack him? Sure. You can oh. move in there and swing. Hell yeah. Yeah. Moving in. Uh, is there to... enough space for me to charge or no? Uh, I, I don't think so. Carl's right there. You got to squeeze past doors to get in as it is. Gotcha. So he is going to try to block with the shield. Okay. Ooh, two negative success levels. Uh, well, luckily for you, he doesn't seem like he knows how to use this shield all that well. And he has, let's see, he's got pretty good weapon skill, but he doesn't have melee parry. Mm. So he does take a penalty to this. Yeah. Should take the shield maiden feet. So he's got three negative success levels. All right, so that's a net one of one mm-hmm. for me. Uh, strength bonus is four. And sword is four. Eight. Strength bonus is three, isn't it? Yeah, I meant three, which makes it a four. Because the net went up one. Oh, you're adding yeah. that to you. Oh, I got what you're saying. Yeah, sorry. Math is hard. <laughs> so you got a, you got eight damage there? Yeah. All right. He is... So you see that your attack mostly clangs off of his armor. Mm. He, You see you cut through some of the robe, and you feel that he's wearing some... Um, are asleep like male under that but if you feel like your hit should have gone through more than it did and it just you feel rebuffed more than you expect to what does that look remember that time (laughs) when i hurt my neck because i rolled my eyes so hard yes i feel that right now you hurt your neck no like i feel like i want to roll my eyes that hard but i'm not going to (laughs) well you gotta pack up a car tomorrow morning and right exactly All right. Uh, who's after Mina? Han. Huh. No. Huh. I get an advantage for that, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Who's after me? Bruno? Oh, the wolf. Oh. Wolf goes before Bruno because Bruno's initial. No, Bruno's initial was 31. Boom. Never mind. Bruno's up. All right. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Gorm is up. Oh, God. Before you. Did you make up your mind? Nah. God. Such a good Who's job. running this show? <laughs> Gorm swings. Oh, he hits real hard that time. That goblin sort of blocks a little bit, but it's not enough. Uh, he doesn't kill it, but he does a lot of damage to Goblin 11. I don't mind saying the numbers now because you guys know that there were a ton of these things. How many were there total? 25. Oh, my. Plus uh, gut bag. Nice. And 15 wolves. That's more than a shot's worth. <laughs> You hear this thwack from the other room and a goblin cry out. Ah! And now it's Bruno's turn. All right. Very important now. Dumpling, get in here! <laughs> Eyes! We'll need them for after this fight. And I run into the other room and I kick the door in. 
<laughs> you picture. run to the room she was in. Uh, let's see. No, I'll I'll run into the. I don't think I can make it that far with a sprint. So I'm just gonna run across the the opening <laughs> here and uh, kick that door in across the hall. You, you know, you can get some of the way through this room. I'm gonna sprint. Okay. Your average athletics test. Nope. Nope. I get winded two steps in. So you get almost through this center room. Wait. Hold on. Run. I I rolled a 98. Wow, it's really bad. <laughs> so bad. You're limping. It hurts so bad when you're trying to ignore it. All right. Uh, and him doing like Lamaze breathing, like, <laughs> like actually trying to make his way across the floor. All right, that brings us to the wolf turn because the wolf is faster than all the goblins. The wolf doesn't seem to mind Carl, but it is going to bite at Mina. What a jerk. Chomp, chomp. I'm going to try to parry. With your shield, yes, I assume? Yes, sir. Uh, two negative success levels. Did you count your advantage? Nope, one you negative have at least success one. level. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The wolf got four success levels. Oof. All right. So that takes away my advantage. And he's going to hit you in the left arm. Four. What was the difference there? I had four. You're negative one. Yes. He's going to do 12 damage to your left arm. That's bites you. stupid. Okay. Uh, next up is Gutbag, and he sees a weak—he sees a weakness opening. And he swings his sword at Mina as well. Can I also try to? Hmm? I'm gonna try to parry. Sure. Yeah. Certainly can. Cool. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Nope. I'm using a fortune point. Ooh. I rolled a ninety-four. Rolling high. So what I'm hearing is that it's not an automatic failure. Not quite. Nice. Um, one negative success level. All right. He has um, six. Nope, that's not him. That would be a regular guy. would have six negative success levels. Thank God. Gutbag has four negative success levels. All right. So I win. Yep. Cool. So you so get I'm... one advantage back. Um. <laughs> you block it with your shield. As his sword clangs off, clang, ah, long shanks. And then it is other goblins and dwarves turns that you don't really see. The other dwarves pour into that other room. And you hear lots of fighting in there as you take on the leader. Now bring us back to Carl. For round All right. Four. So in this room, was there splintered furniture here? The stuff in here doesn't seem as broken. This room seems um, like more respected than what you saw before. There, there's, the, there's that bed. You see like a chest. You see a dresser. You see a table with like, there's like brushes and stuff on it. Jewelry box mm. maybe. Is there anything within arm's reach that appears to be like stick esque? What's the ore situation? <laughs> uh, the no. ore's on the boat. I would never. No. Yeah. <laughs> you want to try to play fetch with this dog, with this wolf? I sure do. I've charmed <laughs> this dog twice. And not, the goblin having no control over its movement seems like a great advantage. Yeah. I would say if you, I'll let you try a challenging perception test 
um, to kind of test kind of like luck if you can find a piece of broken furniture in this room. Uh, I have a follow-up question. Okay. Do both of the opposed tests that I've won against this wolf count as successes for advantage? Since it's an opposed test. It's opposed test in combat, yeah. I'll allow it. All right, so there's plus 20. It's a good ruling. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, it's a All right, so you said a... You said it's a what difficulty perception check? Challenging, plus zero. All right. Well, that is it on the money then. Dang it. All right. So you find a stick in here. Uh, you see over by that the busted door that uh, that wasn't on its hinges. Um, so it'll be your, your action to search the room, and then you can move over to it in hopes for next turn. All right. You're going to make me wait until next turn to throw this stick. Huh? I see how it is. Yeah, skill test like that is an action. <laughs> Find stick is action. <laughs> Lucky. So, I mean, Bruno's been pretty clear about what his goals are here. And Greg's uh, kind of wanted me to make sure that he was going to be okay. So <laughs> we're going to follow him and... Make sure he gets where he's going. He's obviously <laughs> struggling to do so. So, okay. Is there uh, a, t- a type of kind of assistance that I, I could try to give him here, uh, or aid him in? And walking around. And walking around. Yeah, he seems say, like he's struggling at it. So probably open that door. Yeah. <laughs> open the door for him. Yeah, I'm gonna walk walk actually very slowly past him and hold the door open for him. Okay. Um, so you can open the door to this other room you guys hadn't seen yet. Uh, you first of all, you see like four dead goblin bodies huh. that the dwarves had taken out before. Also, this isn't where he was headed, was it? Wasn't he headed towards Dumplin? Uh, no, I wanted to go that way. Dan moved me the other way towards Dumplin. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, so in here you see it the, the, looks like the goblins have turned it into like supply rooms for themselves. You see uh, up against one wall there's like a rack of torches. Mm-hmm. A ton of torches unlit. Um, and then you also see like quivers and quivers full of arrows. Yeah. Like there are hundreds of arrows in here. That's great. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> take a lot of those arrows. They're too short for you. They're made for goblin arms. So many legs. What do you mean? They're made for goblin short bows, and you're using a human long bow. I, so, I, I get that maybe you don't uh, experience this, but if you are too tall for something, you can shrink yourself down. When you are short, sometimes it's difficult to reach pedals and stuff. I get that. Definitely. But, I lay zeros now. Mina, you're up. Well, I'm okay. So I'm going to um, attack this goblin again. I forgot to give him his advantage from last time. Ba-choop. Okay, so you're going to take. he failed the test, so he doesn't get an advantage. Oh, right. He, I took it away, his advantage. I erased it. That's why it's not there. So you're going to swing at Gutbag. Yeah, You've got yeah. one advantage at the moment. Got one advantage. He's going to try to block with his shield. All right, and I made it with zero success levels, but I made it. All right, he failed it with... I rolled another auto fail. That's two in a row for him. Uh, he has four negative success levels. So it's 11 damage. Yeah. 11 in toto. In toto. 
Uh, he is a pretty tough, tough goblin, but you feel like you draw blood this time. Ooh. Where'd you hit him? I hit him in the body. Oh, adi, so adi. you tried to see Sashiskabob him, but you feel like, like you slide past his shield and you feel like there's more to his armor than it looks. Okay. But you do break through some of those chain links and draw a little bit of goblin blood and he cries out, ow! And like Mina's eyes like in um, Finding Nemo when the when Dory gets a nosebleed oh, and the shark. sharks, their eyes, like, like their pupils <laughs> dilate. Like that's what happens when she smells that blood and she's mm. like, mm. oh, goblin blood. All right, that'll bring us to... Somebody else. I think Gorham Gorham. was after Mina. Gorham is, you hear him just wailing away on goblins in the other room. You almost hear, like, like, this sounds like they're almost laughing. Oh. The dwarves. (laughs) Oh, that's a good sign. Uh, And then it's the wolf's turn, and the the wolf is going to try to bite at you again. I'm going to. That worked pretty well last time. I had. Three success levels. All right, Wolf had negative three. Well, either really hot or really cold today. So you block its mouth with your shield. It loses its advantage. You gain another one. Hell yeah. And then it's back to Gutbag's turn, and he's going to stab at you once again. Harry, baby. Yeah, I just need to keep rolling the dice of doom, death, and destruction. There's so much better. Uh, zero success levels. All right, he has no advantage at the moment. Correct. But... He rolled three success levels. Boo hiss. What did you have? Zero success levels. Okay. So he gets a three there, net. Okay. And his weapon. So he does 10 damage to your right leg. He swings low this time and catches you off guard and slashes Um. into your leg. Oof. Not a mighty hit, but I think you only have like one point of armor there. And he laughs. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bruno, sorry, you're supposed to go before the wolf and the goblin. <laughs> what JB does could alter the course of what those two do. Right? Downstairs when he's not even you paying don't attention. Know. To you hear you, all this happening upstairs. What if he finds a special stone mm. to make this whole thing collapse? Maybe. I am looking for that keystone. No, I, I did have the thought of like just launching uh, the blunderbuss straight up through the uh, the glass um, ceiling. The ceiling, there's, there's wood above you. Oh, through the glass dome. Right. Just <laughs> collapsing the whole thing right, right down. Right down. Um, no, I'm going to trundle through this door and uh, make sure that uh, there's nothing of uh, interest in the next area. Okay, so you're going to go through the room that Lucky's in to the next room to the east? Yep, yep, yep. All right, it looks looks the same as the room you just went in. Uh, I misspoke. This is the room that has all the torches. Like, hey, fought! But it's basically just a bunch of broken furniture. It's just a complete mess in here. You're not sure what this room was used for before. Start the stove, hey, foot! You don't hear any response. Oh, this halfling. <laughs> this halfling. All right. Dwarves and goblins keep their fight going. Now the wolf and gut bag would go. We'd go to the top around five and back to Carl. 
Found a stick on the ground, on the floor. Yeah, and uh, Carl is going to call out to this dog and say, Hey, puppy, do you want a stick? And (laughs) after getting this dog's attention, he's going to throw the stick out the door into the center room with the staircase (laughs) to try and send this dog galloping down the stairs. (laughs) I thought it was going to go over the railing. All right, so I'm going to have you try one more charm animal test, but this time I'm going to oppose it with Gutbag's ride wolf skill to try to keep the wolf from chasing after this stick. Falling damage, no joke. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's how you kill the boss of right. the tower is <laughs> falling damage. <laughs> Amazing. Dan, had your roll? Decent. Hmm. Well, I got three success levels. Oh, I also have three success levels. Aw, snap. Mm, I don't like that, Dan. (laughs) What's the skill you're rolling on? Mine is 45. I'm rolling on Charm Animal, which is only a 31. Oh, so the goblin manages to keep the wolf from chasing the stick. It clearly looks like the wolf wants to do it. And Gutbag, like, pulls his hair back to the wind. He's like, no! Hold on, hold on. No, you know what? This is so good. I am willing to spend a fortune point on what? it. What? Oh yeah. Like, and that adds a success level. Boom. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could do that. Shit. You could re-roll it. Damn it, GB. <laughs> hey, I read <laughs> the rule book too. I read the rule book too. Would you do that for? All right. So appreciate you. In that case, I don't have any fortune point to spend here. I get your pie. <laughs> so, all right. So Carl throws the stick. Mm-hmm. Wolf goes after it. Yeah. So Gutbag is disengaging with me, so I get a free attack. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, on the wolf's turn. Okay. This will happen. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find out exactly how high up this is. If it says how high these floors are. Oh my goodness, it's gonna jump. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I don't know if the wolf is dumb enough to jump. I'm gonna say this is, they're probably, it's probably 10 feet up. Seems reasonable. Like so for a human. Yeah, like a story. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I don't see anything here saying it's exactly how high it is. It's a 20 foot tower? It's two stories and then kind of a, another story up for the dome. Mm. It's not. They call it a tower, but it's not that tall. Hmm. Two story tower house. Maybe tower for a dwarf. Hey. Sure. All right. So, oh my God, this is amazing, Carl. So- uh, uh, Lucky's turn. Uh- <laughs> the stick clatters down in the middle of the room behind you. Ah, free wand. Ting, ting, ting. <laughs> <laughs> Has Bruno come through this door yet? No. Uh, behind you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I um, was laboriously breathing as I passed you. <laughs> uh, maybe used your shoulder uh, just to hold myself up just for a moment before I trundled into the next room. Just gonna kind of—is it like a nice stick or? It's like a broken chair leg or something. Yeah, I, I'm gonna follow Bruno into the next room and be like, "Man, I—I I don't think any of these chairs are really gonna be something you're gonna be able to sit on." <laughs> I love that you they're up there fighting for their lives and Mina's like getting hurt a little bit and then these two are just like wandering around below like what's in here? Hmm. 
Oh, that, they're that, gonna be fighting a wolf soon. Right? I'm running as fast <laughs> as I can. Oh, in this room too, Bruno, you went into their two dead goblins lying on the ground. I, I killed them. It's cute <laughs> that you think I got hurt a little bit. You got you got hit once. Twice. I'm down to one wound. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my. Oh wow. I didn't realize you were that low. Oh yeah, same. Um, I'm really upset that I lost that roll then. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm gonna look up to Gergs really quick and just kind of whisper to Bruno. <laughs> I, I I don't want to be the dissenting voice here, but it sounds like there's a lot of stuff going on up there, and. They're, they're, they're breaking chairs. Mm. Uh, obviously, you've laid waste to all of these goblins down here. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> maybe we should kind of go up and see what's going on. <laughs> you you can tell Bruno is doing everything that he can not to go up those stairs. The, those stairs are an impediment, Bruno, <laughs> that it, insurmountable, you might say. Maybe we can just go look up the stairs, maybe see if everyone's okay. All right. I I don't want to leave you here alone, man, but I, there's there's a there's a lot of broken chairs probably up there if the legs are falling through the ceiling. I won't be alone. I'll be here with my vengeance. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that what you're naming the gun? Uh, that's that's what I'm naming all these dead goblins. You're naming dead goblets? Gonna take all their legs. <laughs> uh, this is this is a tough spot. This is no. I've I've got uh, dumplings over here, and uh, we'll be fine. All right, all right. And I, I assume that's probably the whole round, yeah, or no? That yeah. Okay. Dumplings. Get the butter. Well, that'll bring us to Mina, who apparently is at one wound. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna drink a uh, healing draft. Because you weren't, <laughs> you weren't getting mad at me, so I didn't think you were getting hurt that much. Oh, I was mad. You just can't tell because my face just stays the same. <laughs> <laughs> I have one healing draft left, so I'm gonna drink that up, and that's toughness bonus, yeah. Yes. Cool. So I'm at a hefty five. Watch out. Wee. It's weird, like, going from playing Pathfinder, where, like, you guys have, like, 80 hit points, to then coming to this game, where it's like, I'm, you know, super high in my career, and I have 15 wounds. <laughs> and then I do 12 in one hit. Can I attack that goblin now? No, it would be your action to hold that out and drink it. You could move, but no. I think you keep, <laughs> you, yeah, you keep swinging. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. The wolf's gonna run past. I'm gonna. All right. Yeah. So it is Gorham's turn. No, JB. No, Gorham is faster than you. It was Mina that's faster than Gorham. I keep forgetting. Confused. You can see kind of out of the corner of your eye, Mina Gorham step out from that other room onto the landing, and he just kind of looks around and looks over to you and like hefts his warhammer covered in goblin blood. Yeah, uh, baby. And then the wolf tries to chase the stick to the stairwell, so you can make one free attack on either the wolf or the goblin on his back that's like, Aah! I'm going to literally try to shish kebab the 
goblin off of the wolf. Nice. You should try and clothesline the goblin. Yeah. All right. So real With quick. Sword. Uh, let me do, let me. Yeah. Double check. I think you immediately gain an advantage. Okay. And you uh, get plus twenty. To it becomes an average test as well. All right. Well, I rolled a twenty-nine. And this is unopposed. So that's three, six success levels. Oof. Plus all the other stuff. Plus your usual seven. Yeah. So you do 13. 13. Where does it hit the goblin? Right leg. How how did you do that? I don't know. I I guess you step. Pulled my sword out. You step the other way and he passes and you slash across his right leg. You did 13, we said? Yes. Uh, Let's see. He does so quite a bit. Uh, he's not blocking with a shield, though, so you feel like you cut through a lot easier now. Uh, he doesn't actually have armor on his legs either. So, 13 is a lot of damage. You slash deep through his leg, but it doesn't topple him yet. He's a tough goblin. Uh, but the wolf does leap down after this stick. The wolf... It trusts his ability to jump because uh, he does get he's like aware of it. He does get an athletics test here. The wolf is very good at athletics. Yeah, I rolled a two. That's five success levels. The wolf wow. does not take any damage. Wow. Um, so much better because passing it reduces it by one yard and then every additional success level reduces it by another yard. OK, so four success levels it was three yards. He's fine. The goblin on his back, however, I am going to have him roll another ride check to stay in his kind of saddle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to make it difficult for falling down here and having just gotten slashed across the leg. Ooh. See if he stays. I rolled a 13. Oh, wow. So he stays in. Um, Again, not in combat. Not bad. Yeah. So they're down below. But he doesn't, like, die from falling damage. That's only for PCs. <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. <laughs> we carefully lower ourselves down a wall and take nearly mortal damage. This true. goblin, hiding on the back of a wolf, Launches jumping himself. down from the second floor, takes no damage at all. Alex <laughs> and I roll a 2 and a 13. Mm. That, I don't... That, I don't care what you roll. <laughs> <laughs> no, t- the wolf's agility is 55. So, like, it's it's probably has a better athletics than any of you. Except maybe this Nina. This is ridiculous. <laughs> athletics. I do just want to say, like, in another life, I slid down a, like, three-foot cliff face, and I took, like... 46 damage mm. and then you halved it because Tim's character caught me. Mm. I just want to say that. Alright, uh, that wolf is super happy though because it got that stick. Is it going to take it up to Alex now? Take it up to Carl? <laughs> um, uh, where, where are we? Um, uh, basically back to the top of the order. What's up, Tim? I think what? I was just curious if there's any you know, checks or eyes that any of us have down here on the first floor or ears that may have noticed uh, a big old wolf and a goblin jumping down. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you heard it. 
and you then know, you could both see. I know they rolled very well, but as far as I'm aware, jumping, you know, from one story to another is pretty much the uh, centrifugal force of like dropping boulders <laughs> off of the Empire State Building. So right. I just assumed that it made a earth shattering kaboom. Uh, you definitely heard him come down. The goblin at least is like, ah! like he's freaking out a little bit. Uh, but you can see through the doorways when you were next to uh, this wolf with the goblin on its back land on this floor where you guys are alone uh, and we'll find out how you fare next time. Oh, come on. Yup. so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games, where we go head to head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing Through the Enemy Within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's a uh, Professional Casual.